Episode two. I just asked them, how are y'all? Like, they can answer me back. It doesn't matter. Oh. Because maybe they can. Oh. They, you know what? We want this to feel interactive. Yeah. Like, we are sitting there in the car, uh, in your shower, <laughs> wherever you're listening yeah. to this podcast. Answer us back. Answer us back. Or comment it, you know. Can you comment in podcast? I don't know. I'm not great. I listen to podcasts, but and I rate them. So please make sure you go and rate us on iTunes, please, to move us up the list. So that's our the most stars. The most stars. All, All of if you're the gonna stars. give less than five, please don't do it. We don't have a podcast, so <laughs> I'm not find us. We are not here for that. Yeah, we're not here for. We're negativity. only here for all of the stars because we, we are stars. We are stars. Do you know what the funny thing is? Is is this has been a long time since we've recorded from episode one to two because of schedules and everything like that. And the person that's editing it for us and the person making our music right now have both said that it's the funniest thing that they have listened to. So I'm really excited because by this point, when you're hearing my voice right now, you should have already listened to the first episode that got us banned on TikTok. Yeah. That's why we will will not go live on TikTok again during again. the podcast because obviously there's some people out there in the world of Tiki Talkie that just can't handle it. That's why we have that little E on our podcast because it is explicit. We we like Jesus, but we're gonna cuss because uh, I pay lot. taxes. Yeah, I pay taxes. I'm allowed to cuss. Last so. time I checked, we were born in the USA. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Freedom of speech. Well, yeah. you know, freedom kind of. of speech, kind of. Um, so yeah, so today we get to, we, we hinted towards this last time that we get to talk about catfishing and love bombing and gaslighting. My first question is though, Lex, do you think what everybody knows what a catfish is? When we say a catfish. You know what? That's a good thing. Go, go let me, for it. Let me grab my phone. We're going to look so up the... So really and truly, I don't think I personally knew what a catfish was. Or let's, let's Google being catfished because a lot of people a lot of people think that a catfish is because uh you know the trends on tiktok instagram everything it's like where a girl shows herself with no makeup and then she puts on makeup and she's totally different Mm -hmm. like no fucking duh you're gonna look different with stuff on your face you know i mean and we all know that google knows everything google google is the end all be all i'm all of all of the all of the knowledge so what does it mean to be quote unquote catfished Quite simply, you've been catfished when you have been interacting with a real person who has created a fake persona online, whether through social media or dating websites, to form a relationship with another person. So that is what a catfish, being catfished, is they are creating themselves to be a person that they're not. And you know what the funny thing is, is that your catfish tried to say that he wasn't. I oh, mean, he, he, he was... tried. He was he was so in to say. The thing is, is that, we, and we said this in the first podcast, I feel bad for somebody that can't truly be themselves. Because obviously something is is broken with inside of them. And instead of going to look for answers to, to fix it, they are 
you know, lashing out and hurting other people. I mean, this dude went and told you that he was going to buy you this huge engagement ring with $2.89. I mean, I... $2.89 in his checking account. After after somebody stole money from him. But he legitimately FaceTimed me in the jewelry store. Like, wild. After how many weeks? Three. Three? Wow. So that kind of rolls us into what we're going to talk about is love bombing. Um, and the thing is, is cause I don't want anybody to misconstrue. It doesn't matter how smart you are. You can get hooked into this. Yes. Okay. Because Brittany's very smart. I'm smart. It's happened to me. Um, you know, unfortunately you get caught up in those emotions and especially like they seem to know when you need something that second, when you need that, that emotion that second and they see that craving yeah because you're lonely that person it it literally like they're like a bottom feeder and they're like going across the bottom and they're like oh there she is i see her she's just low enough for me to grab her she is real low right now and i'm not saying women can't do this either but in our case it was both men yeah so, you know, they're feeding on the bottom and you're at the, your lowest low. You're feeling real low. You're down on yourself. Maybe your self-love is just absolutely non-existent. And you're, you're floating low. And they see you down there and they get you literally hook, line, and sinker. Yep. And make you feel like you are just the queen of the world. Yep. So what exactly is love bombing? In case you guys don't know, love bombing is an attempt... To influence a person by demonstrations of attention or affection. Uh, it happens when someone overwhelms the victim with loving words, physical actions, um, usually with, not usually, but with manipulative, manipulative, can't even speak today, behaviors. Um, it can be used in different ways and for either positive or negative. That's the crazy part. Positive or negative purposes. Um Psychologists actually identified love bombing as a possible part of a cycle of abuse. Okay? It is very abusive. Yeah. And, and you know, so it is a form of psychological abuse. And so some of the ways that you see love bombing, especially at the beginning of relationships, because love bombing usually is in the beginning. But again, this can be at any time of the relationship. If the manipulator feels like you're slipping, then all of a sudden they're going to, you know, throw that bomb in there. I love you. But in the beginning, a lot of times, and and it's not to say people can't fall in love quickly. Like that's not what this is. But a lot of times those people are going to say, I've never felt this way before. Mm -hmm. You're the only person that I have ever felt this way about. I've never made a connection like this. Basically, if they're regurgitating every fucking uh, line you hear in a movie in a romantic comedy yeah, yeah that pretty much is you is are the one. everything to me you are the most beautiful soul that i've ever met in my entire life and again not saying that someone in love cannot say that to another person that's truly in love mm-hmm. but this is like going on like two or three days of dating this person and going on day three and they're sending you voice messages saying 
I just could never imagine my life without you and with another person and I love you more than anything and you are just the most amazing person and yada 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 sometimes they don't even say your name which is really how that that could mean a lot of things too that they have more than one person that they're sending the same message mm to um so be wary of that too because they could be you know making that cute little video but they never say your name you know that Destiny Child song, Say My Name, Say My Name, when, when no one, no is, one around is around you? you. Say, say baby, baby, I, I love you. you. It's so easy to say. Because you ain't running game. Say yeah. my name, say my name. Yeah, you say it whenever yeah. you anywhere. Yeah. And that's the thing is like when you are with somebody that truly does, they will say it. So there's a lot of like levels to the the love bombing. Um, you know, and usually the relationship takes off very quickly. Uh, moving in together or plans of moving places like several states over with miles and miles away with um you know people taking and then you know people that also like love bomb they're like i'm gonna do this for you and they have kids and they're saying that they're gonna move several states away you should fucking run because if they are so easily able to pick up and move away from what should be the center of their world that's a huge red flag yeah huge red flag being a mom of two amazing babies there would be absolutely nothing that moved me out of this state away from my kids because you know we talked about it in the first episode i'm a divorced mom i am but is he a good dad he is absolutely an amazing father. And that comes into the, another point that I was going to say. is because just because it didn't work out between you and the parent, you know, especially during divorce, you know, this goes a little away from love bombing. But if you have somebody that is going to be a parent to this person that means the most in the world to you, you should do everything you can to stay within proximity so yeah. that they have that opportunity mm-hmm. to mold and shape the child that you guys yeah. created together. Yeah. And now, if the guy's a piece of shit garbage, yeah. or a woman is a piece of shit garbage, and doesn't want anything to do with their child, go pick up and move. Yeah. But you're sitting there trying to, if you're trying to take away the rights from the mother or father because you're mad at them, you're actually the fucking scumbag in this. And going back to the catfish. The catfish, I will never name his name, but the catfish... Claimed that his son was his world, his everything. But he would move to Georgia and be with me. But that's where it was like, but wait, like, how can you turn off that? How can you leave that love for that baby that you created? I just, I don't know. And that's and a red that, flag. And, and that I'm, was. And it's so funny because when you're in it, like, you know, we were talking about, like, when you're sitting inside of it, you think to yourself, yeah, that's a red flag. But what they do in the back, like in the back, they've they've now pushed it to the back. They've eased those pains because then he started dropping in his his ex is an addict, yeah, and abusive to their child. Yeah. And I'm trying to actually get custody of her first child because she's so terrible. Yeah, and I mean he went in on this because that was one of the things you brought up. Like, you know, how could you? Oh, actually, we're trying to get custody completely taken away from her um you know so those love bombs those things those little things they know exactly how to get themselves out of it 
mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> and then, you know, going on with the cycle of abuse, you know, next comes the gaslighting. Yeah. And, you know, and going back to being catfished, he yeah. told me he was, he had this profession and he had this profession. And then come to find out. His, his neither. His neither. <laughs> but yes. And some, then, TV, some TV characters actually have more of a profession in what he said that he did. Yeah. Than he did himself. Yeah. You know? And then people start to feel bad about themselves after you kind of catch them. Yeah. And you try to bring things up and you're like, but wait. And then they what they gaslight you. Yeah. If you are doing thinking, a job for free, it's not really a job. It's volunteering. Yeah. Let's just be clear. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of you, love bombing was a something very new to me. Being catfished was something very new to me. But I, I think gaslighting is something that is becoming more... Uh, I had never heard of the term love bombing. Um, I kind of knew it existed because like it had happened to me, but I had no idea it had a name. Because I thought it was the same thing as gaslighting, and they're two totally different totally things. Totally different things. So if you're not familiar with being ga- gaslit or gaslighting, it's to literally manipulate someone by psychological meaning into questioning their own sanity. So, for example, you ask that person, let's just say, I thought you were a firefighter. I am a firefighter, but I only fight fires every other weekend once a month for free for free so you're a volunteer no no (laughs) wait what and then the conversation but are you a firefighter or you're not well i firefight like once a month maybe and um i do it for free and it's because my brother's cousin's mom knows the chief it went, it went so hard. The other thing was, is I think he told me that firefighters don't make enough money, but this other profession that he did was making him so much money. And I'm just like, and listen, again, I am never going to, like, where he lives, like, I mean, apartments are really inexpensive. That is not how we roll here in Atlanta. Um, but, like, they are inexpensive, so you can get away with having less of a salary there and still be comfortable. So this is not a diss on anybody that makes less money than anybody else. or less. It's but it was, really and truly the fact that, again, with the gaslighting, he's telling me he's doing something, I'm questioning it, and he is gaslighting me yeah. into thinking that I'm... What I'm like, what? Like, I'm. This is crazy. My ex was an alcoholic, right? And for the first several months, like, because he was a love bomber too, because he lived in Baton Rouge originally and moved here, right? And he had, um, I didn't realize the drinking problem because he was hiding it. So in, um, in one of the apartments that I had with him, in the um, like water heater room. When I finally found it, from floor to ceiling, stacked beer cans, whiskey bottles, vodka bottles. But he didn't drink, right? But he said he did. He goes, those are old. Yeah. And you know what happens when you're in the middle? So gaslighting is, is, uh, what do you mean they're old? He goes, yeah, Alexi, like, you know, those are old. Don't you remember we, you know, when we had the drinks that night or when we did this this night or, 
Um, well, no whatever. shit, they're old. They're yeah. empty. Yeah, they're empty. Like, they're not brand new, sealed up. So no, they're yeah. not new. They're and then old. He would yeah. have hiding places. So when I found that hiding place and cleaned it out, uh, he couldn't put anything in there anymore because he watched me take them all out. Right. So he'd start hiding them behind sofa couches, under the sofa, every place. And so uh, under the bed. So I'd find, he goes, oh, Alexa, he goes, those are from months ago. I, I guess it rolled under the bed. Or I guess it got stuck there when I drank. Or I guess it did this. And and then you start questioning yourself. And you're just sitting there like, wait, hold on. Did, how long has it been since I looked under my bed? Or how long has it been since I moved the couch to vacuum underneath it? And you're trying to p- piece back time frames of your life. To, to figure out if he's lying or not, um, or she um, is lying. I don't want to. Yeah, we're not. Talk. We're not trying to. You know. Yeah. This is just our specific situations, and so, um, you know, I said at the very last part of our last episode where I said nobody is a victim in their own story. Uh, I'm sorry. No one's a villain. Yeah. In their own story. Sometimes I play the victim, but. Nobody is a villain in their own story. And I truly believe that for him as well. You know, uh, he obviously has a problem. We actually are going to have somebody that has been sober for 18 years on this podcast to talk about sobriety and what brought her to sobriety, which I think is really important too. Um, He's not ready. Um, He might never be ready. He he might, he actually might be sober now. I don't, I don't know because I don't have contact with him, but the thing is, is like with gaslighting, with narcissists um, in general, they're going to say things where you question, hold on, did we say that? Or did we do that? Or did, and you're in this cycle of thinking that. And the way that I kind of um, thought about this or described this to my friends after I was finally out is, is you know when you get onto a merry-go-round, and it's going and it's nice and slow and it's it's going around. But when you're with somebody like this in a cycle of abuse, um, mine was not physical uh, towards me. He did punch holes in the wall, but he was not physical. He never hit me mm-hmm. um, towards me. It was it was mostly emotional, a, a, a mental, and which is just as bad. It just doesn't leave marks on your body. It leaves marks on your heart and in your head and in like. your head and. The mer- it's like you're on the merry-go-round and everything is fine and then it starts spinning a little bit faster and you start looking around. That like, horse what? goes up and down just a little bit faster. You're going around and around. You're going up and down. You're like, oh my God. And then it continues to get faster. And you're looking for a way to get out. But they, ha- now, they, they have you now in this trap because you can't just jump off of a, of a merry-go-round going that fast. Mm-mm. You, you can't get off of it. Because you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. You've got to slow down. Right. You can't, I mean, going back to the friend that we are going to have on here that was an addict. Mm. There's a lot of people that have been on drugs for a long period of time that try to just stop cold turkey. You try to jump off that merry-go-round as it's still going around and around in circles. And you can't because you jump off and you hurt yourself and you get back on you got to slow it down. That's why people, when they go and get help, they've got to go and get, they can't do it by yourself. Yeah. You can't. You need to have a good support system too. And one of the big things too um, about going to rehab, sometimes it takes more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex did go to rehab. It, it didn't take, which was the ultimate ending of, a, of our relationship yeah. was because of that. Um, but 
it could take more than once. But the biggest thing is, is having the support when you're home and understanding what it means to to handle and help an addict mm-hmm. and help through. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, I know somebody that she's she's been sober um, over a year because she had to go to prison to figure that out. She had a kid. She ended up in prison for a year, almost the full year that her baby was a year, like before she turned a year old. Yeah. You know, she can't get that back. And she actually says that like on her social media too. She goes, I'm a, I'm a sober queen now. And she goes, because I'm not going to miss another minute with her. Yeah. Not another minute. Yeah. And sometimes that's what it takes, but you have to have a good support system and a lot of people also think that, oh, because you're an addict, you had piece of shit parents or family, and that's not the case. No. Um, I do believe that there's a little bit of, uh, like, mental illness that is a part of it. Um, you know, when you find your quote-unquote drug of choice, whether it be alcohol or, or something harder or whatever, um, that there's a correlating mental illness and you're self-medicating. Mm-hmm. It's just like anything, you know. Um, I know sometimes when I'm sad, like I know alcohol makes me happy and mm-hmm. it makes me have fun and forget about something. The problem with all of those things is, is when you do stop, you get so depressed and all of that shit yeah. comes back because you haven't fucking dealt with it mm-hmm. and it comes back and it, and it comes, and you can lose, you can lose your children over it. You can lose family and yeah. friends and most important, you can lose your fucking life. Yeah. And that got real deep for us because we're usually like funny, but like, you know, it is a problem. And, there and gonna, I, we've already talked, we talked about it in the first podcast, I think, but I think I've explained to a lot of people that follow me on TikTok that this will be a podcast that we're going to try our best to make you laugh. Yeah. But we will probably also say things that hit your heart and possibly make you cry. We hope to make you laugh so hard that you pee your pants. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm good at that. You, you know how to make me laugh so hard. I pee my pants. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotions that come into our, but this is our shit show. This is part of our life. And that's why we, we want to bring it to y'all because there are a lot of people out there that can relate with us and they don't talk about it. We'll get a PO box soon so you can send a pen so that we can just like yeah. pee we our can, pants. We don't worry. have to worry about getting up to use the potty when we're laughing so hard. We can just pee our pants. Can you just imagine like we have this episode and then all of a sudden the PO box gets flooded and it's With just like pens. everything depends. <laughs> we're going to forget we did this because we're drinking now. Geriatric Again. underwear. Bottoms up. Little yeah. tinky tink. Before we before drink. Before we drinky drink. drink. Ding, ding. <laughs> Love it. That's our new that's our new tagline. It will be on March. I think that we we will do a giveaway with um, those glasses, Tinky Tink before we drink. But um, that last I'll, night I'll I uh, my top gifter, I believe it was Candace, Candace Forty um, oh, Eye. Yeah. But she was my top gifter last night on TikTok, and she is. I'm going to gift her one of our our uh, camper mugs. Ooh, yeah, I love our camper yeah. mug. Uh, merch link is in our bio. Just in case you didn't know, um, we will be having a lot more merch coming out, like in different places. And when we finally settle on a on a line, we'll we'll get it. But we got a lot. Of, I'm wearing styles. it. I'm wearing it today. No, uh, so we so do good. have some for for the curvier ladies. Because that's the way we do. We're going all the way down to the teeny tiny petite, and we're yep. going all the way up. I mean, because that's what we do. Yep. 
We spread the love all the way around. And we especially like it when men put on our joggers and dance on mm-hmm. TikTok. So. We do love when... Uh, yeah, yes. so tag us in all of your pictures on TikTok, Instagram. We, we'll have all of that below. But, yeah. you know, I think that overall, you know, with, you know, love bombing and, and everything like that, is it so easy? And you, you can get caught in it more than once, which is really fucking wild mm-hmm. to me. Because you can get out of something like that. I know that we kind of, like, went off because we just needed to lighten the mood a little bit, y'all. But um, you can get off of that train. You can get off of that wild spinning carousel it finally is stopped so you can get off of it and then immediately jump straight jump back on to another one because it's it's all of this what we're talking about the love bombing the gaslighting it is all forms of a narcissistic personality um and again so many new terms that i never even realized were a thing until I went through divorce and relationships post-divorce. But I look back on it, and we're talking about gaslighting. And I, I thought about this when you were, were talking about the beer cans and, the, and all the liquor. But not my ex-husband, but one of my exes. When we were living together, I found a pair of underwear in his boxer drawer. And when I found them, like I ladies underwear. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, okay. like that's what I like, thought we were going. Panties, panties, <laughs> undergarments for were they, ladies. Were they sexy undergarments? <laughs> they were black and they were a little bit lacy. Okay, and so yes, sexy they. Um, let's hope that he was not wearing them because that was a whole different situation I never knew about. But <laughs> um, yes, and so I was like, "Excuse me, I found these in your." Your box of drawer. <laughs> and he was like, oh, those are yours. And I was like, but I don't wear size four. I'm an eight. And he was like, yeah, those are yours. And I was like, fuck. Are they? Uh, <laughs> wait. I, uh, because oh they're God. so sure. Because I'm not, I mean, I'm not scared to hide the fact that, you know, I, I'm not a size four. And I am, it is, I'm not. And I will never be a size four and that's okay. Um, but those are not my panties. Um, but yes, they are. Fuck. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Because they get... And you sit there and you're dumbfounded. They are so... They are so sure when they say something. They say it with such conviction. And There's that's, that confidence yes. there. Those are yours. Oh. Wait, when was, I, when was I a size four? When did I buy these? God dang. Did I accidentally buy them? Did I get the wrong size? Did then, I tear the tag off and wash them and throw yeah. them? What? Yeah. I have lost my mind. I'm insane. Like, that's where it all, like, then you're crazy. Yeah, you cycle that drain. And mm-hmm. then, and then you know what the, cra- then, uh, uh, this isn't even the craziest part because, like, it, it really goes down. Because then you start second guessing yourself so much. That he can go, why are you getting so crazy about this? You need to calm down. You need to calm down. This this always happens. That remember is the that, number one. I feel like Remember the like underwear a... that's yours and you tried to tell me it wasn't yours? They'll always bring that little stupid shit up and then you go, oh shit. Yeah, I might be out of control. And it's because they made you that way. And they were, they're able to. And then, again, you get so wild. You're like, fuck this. I'm leaving. And then they're like. I feel like we need to come with the, up with a Sunday morning shit show dictionary. Yeah. So, like. Literally, like one of the taglines that every narcissist has, and I re- maybe it maybe, but maybe this was just in my life, but I think it's in most. This tagline 
You need to calm down. Oh, oh, there's the fire in my soul. I almost chucked this can clear across your fucking new house in a fit of rage. And you didn't even say it to me. I said it to the microphone. I know. But, but I it felt still it makes in my you soul. so angry. That and, and when somebody goes, you should smile more. You should bite my ass. <laughs> You motherfucker. Let me go ahead and roll up a wiener in a tortilla. Yeah. And you can eat a wiener taco. Because. <laughs> That's exactly what, Because like, smile more. Or I've, I've gotten, you really should wear less makeup. You're prettier with less makeup. And I was like, weird. I you know, that's, one, I of the, put it that's one of the things the catfish said to me. You guys heard it in the first episode. Everybody loves my eyebrows. They do. Listen, let me just say They fake. They it is uncanny that you are telling us now that they're fake. I had no clue. That you had no idea. No idea that I draw these bitches on every single day. Never. I would have never fucking guessed it. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? That, but no, but I'll, I'll say uh, Britt was a victim of the, I called them the sperm brows. Yeah, the 90s. The 90s, the late 90s, early 2000s, people were like, I want them as thin as possible. <laughs> I but want practically none. no eyebrow. Yeah. And I was really lucky because I had this person that was doing my eyebrows. She would not make them that thin. She's like, no. She goes, they won't grow back. And she goes, this is just a trend. That, you know, your eyebrows are going to come back in. Thank God. You well, know? sweet Jesus. I'm glad that I, I'm glad I, Yeah. But you get suckered into trends. I'm not glad. That's a I, lie. I want my goddamn eyebrows back. Oh. <laughs> but, 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 you know, hey, like, so you Catfish better. used to tell me, your, your eyebrows are the darkest thing on your body. Why, why do you wear those? God, you put your, I would FaceTime him. He'd be like, ugh, you put your eyebrows on. Ugh, you put your wiener extender on, bitch. <laughs> Don't think I forgot about that little video gray shorts i hope you're listening motherfucker <laughs> you know you fucking will be that's the kind of narcissist shit he'll be like are they talking about me do you think that they're talking about me because you know that's th- that line no press or no story no press is bad press or whatever yeah. all press yeah. is good press that that's like that to a narcissist and they're like oh she still thinks about me and really, no, really and truly, you're just a good fucking story, dude. A really good story, <laughs> and we needed some for this podcast here. So we're, I hope, I hope you that created great content for us. Well, we friend. know his address, so we could just send him like a video, like a, a just an audio file of this, which would be funny as shit. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hearts Love and you. kisses. <laughs> Love you. Hope you have more than two dollars and eighty nine cents. <laughs> oh my god, we can also give him just eleven cents to make it an even three dollars. I mean, I like even numbers. <laughs> yeah, just give him, send him eleven cents. He won't even know why the fucking eleven three cents. is an odd number though. So like a dollar eleven. A dollar eleven. We're gonna send him a dollar so eleven. So he can in get pennies. to four fucking pennies <laughs> and all pennies. Yeah, that is a fantastic idea. I really see. I. I'm one of the pettiest people and I'll, so, you know, some people don't believe in like signs and stuff, but I do think that there are some basis of signs because there are things that I do that is very much like my sign. Right. And, 
Um, I would love to have one of my friends on here that knows more about signs and like the different risings and, and stuff like that and kind of go over that. But um, I can also sit and wait and be hella petty. So like I this can... This petty Betty in the corner waiting for your yeah. time. So I'll sit there. They'll forget. They'll forget that they were a piece of shit. But I fucking won't. Yeah. And then all of a sudden something fucked up will happen. Not like killing them or like anything illegal. Because I still do work in a bank and I can't do that. But um, yeah. I will like sit and I'll wait. And I mean I'll I may not time. have enough money to bail you out. Yeah, so don't I don't need it. you. I don't, I don't it need won't you be, doing that. It would never be, it would never be illegal. It would never okay. be illegal. Fantastic. So, um, cause we, we just, we obey the rules. We do. We obey the rules. I mean, there is no harm in sending somebody a dollar and 11 cents. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll be funny for us. <laughs> he won't get it. He won't <laughs> understand it. Real funny for us. So, <laughs> That's where we are. Um, so yeah, so red flags are, are a big thing. So look, so if, if you're ta- if you're talking to a guy or a girl and they are like, I've just never felt this way, and they've you know, they seem to be serial monogamists or serial daters, and they just are always in and like from a, one relationship to another. Because a lot of times narcissists don't stay single for very long. Mm-mm. Um, because the scariest thing about a narcissist is when they have nobody to control. Yeah. Because then they will find one. And usually, um, it'll be somebody very weak minded, uh, you know, or at a time in their life that they're weak minded at that moment and they will, they will get sucked in and just taken down, you know, with the ship as it were. And that is, it is scary when a narcissist does not have something to do and, or control and that they'll find it. They will They'll drag it down it. with the rest of them catfish yeah. at the bottom of the pond. Yep. They will just uh-huh. sit there and feed on you. Uh-huh. And it's, excuse me. <laughs> Somebody please edit that out. <laughs> I had a hiccup burp. <laughs> I hate that. You know, when you get like, oh, drink yeah. a carbonated drink. Just edit that out. <laughs> Say that again. Um, but they they will they want to control everything mm-hmm. that you do. Yep. And some of the other red flags to look for is let's say you're a social person and you like going out and spending time with your friends, and all of a sudden you're not anymore. Um, all of a sudden you are kind of attached, but they're fucking not. They're going out. Mm-hmm. They're having fun. They're living their best fucking life, but you're not. Yeah. You're under their thumb. Yeah. Or they like to say, oh, here's a good one. They, I don't, I don't really like that friend. I don't think that they're the best for you. I don't think she's a good influence yeah. on you. Yeah. She's really. She's wild. Or, you know, she. She's, she likes to drink. Yeah. She likes oh, to have the, too much fun. Yeah. They also pass that shit off, too. Like, even if they're an alcoholic, I think she drinks too much. Yeah. And you're just like, you I drink too much. I think that you've been drinking too much since you've been hanging out with her. Yeah. Um, what's another? What's another? Oh, you are different Last her. time I checked, asshat, you drank half a bottle of motherfucking tequila last night. Yeah. Get off my nuts. You know? Like... I, it's unbelievable what mm-hmm. they will do and how quickly 
they turn it around on you. So they will go to unbelievable lengths to get, including, you know, getting your family to you to be alienated from your family. Like one time I, I spent Christmas without my parents um, because my parents refused to have him over because they just didn't like him. And so we did go to where his family was to spend the holidays. And it was just me trying to keep it. Do you know his sister and brother, we were staying at their house and brother-in-law, they hid their liquor in their room so that he couldn't do it. And he actually woke up in the middle, woke up in the middle of the night and went down to the bar and her, his brother-in-law called him and says, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I was just going to get a beer. And he goes, we don't have any here because they hid them all. Because of they knew about his drinking. You know, going back to like a narcissist that you're just now, quote unquote, falling in love with. Yeah. You know, the one that's love bombing you. Yeah. I never experienced this until the recent relationship. But they will literally make your family think Mm -hmm. that they're in love with him too. They will love bomb your family. And your friends. He, He would... I mean, he tried, like, the thing is, is that... I've never met a guy that would stay on the phone with my best friend without me on the phone. I kept trying over an hour, Britt, over an hour. I was on the phone with him for over an hour. And he would, oh, and you know what the craziest thing is? Is he tried loving on me, not in a personal way. Like, he wasn't like, oh, I love you, Alexi. That was never that. But he'd be like, God, he's like... He's like, you know, he's like, you're going to make somebody so happy one day. He's like, nobody knows who you, like, you're worth. Nobody knows who you are, you know, and they just need to know who you are and you'll find somebody. And he was doing it to me in a very different way to make me like him. But I always thought it was really weird that he kept me on the phone. And the thing that triggered me to be like, something is wrong, is he flat out lied about a test that he was giving to his ex-wife. After I told him my ex was an alcoholic. Unfortunately, I know about shit I shouldn't know about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know about those tests because they had to do that test when my ex got arrested after I called the cops after he broke a piece of my furniture. Um, I thought they were just going to escort him off the property, and I still... I I don't know if I would say I regret doing what I did, but I don't think that going back I would do the same thing. Um, I probably would have called his family and been like, come get him, get him out of my house now. We've got to do this. Um, We've got to be apart. But it was at that point they had to test him. So they they didn't just do a breathalyzer on him because it was standard. They had to know how much he was drinking, Um, which, P.S., over 1,000 nanograms is high. It's like lethal. Yeah, it's it's high. Heavy drinking. Heavy drinking within the last 24 hours. Um, So 1,000 is high. So when Catfish said that she... She peed 36,200 nanograms. nanograms. I was like, are you sure it's not 3,600? Which is still high. But I was like, I think, she, I was like, she drove herself there? He goes, yes. And I said. She had been working that day, quote unquote. Not I like mean, that's the thing. The so let's, let's go ahead and go ahead and say. Let's go ahead and go ahead and say. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Now. Um. No one is talking bad about his ex-wife because he sat there and lied about her because really and truly, he was the 
saucy one half the time. Um, Saying that he didn't drink. That he didn't. You would never see him at a bar because I don't drink. Because he was so triggered by drinking. And I that word triggered. That. Oh, I fucking hate. I also, just so you know, this is going to get me canceled, and it's only our second episode. I don't believe in being triggered because you are responsible for your own fucking feelings. But if you don't like something, like I understand how things. It happened just recently, and I said to you, standing right in this kitchen, right in this very room, I said to you, I said the way that I um, reacted to a situation that you're in. I didn't realize that some of those things from my past were still sitting near the surface. And they can. Those those emotional scars will pop up. Some will call it being triggered. It's all in the way you handle it. Sometimes you're going to handle it well. And in most instances, I do. This particular time with you, I didn't handle it well. And weird. I'm a fucking adult. I actually yeah. apologize to you. Well, oh my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. hurt your feelings. So like, again, like we said, you're responsible for your own feelings. I don't go out to be a dick. If I'm a dick to somebody that I care about, of course, I'm going to apologize. But then you're sitting here listening to two best friends, 24 years that we're 38 years old. I'll be 39 in October. I'll be 38 in November. No. I'm a baby. Like, if things are said, somebody may get their feelings hurt, you up, you move on. But do you end your friendship over... No. You no. talk it out. Yeah, you have to and talk it out. Yeah. It's you have to talk it out, especially when you know somebody. Like, if this was a consistent thing that I did in our yeah. friendship, like I was like... Um, because you felt that I talked behind your back, which for me, it wasn't the case. I was trying to see if I was overreacting yeah. to a situation. Um, and it got, it got mishandled by everybody involved. Right. And it was not, I don't think anybody's intention, but the point is, is that you have to also ask yourself, okay, a, has she ever done something like this before? The answer is no. Then it probably, it might not be as bad as I originally thought it was. This is on either side. Yeah. And then the second thing is, is do you see me ever doing anything out of malice? I did say that I was petty, but that is way different. I don't do anything with malicious intent, especially to people that I love and care about. And that's the last thing that I would do is want yeah. to hurt somebody on purpose. Unfortunately, it's going to happen sometimes. We're going to have a disagreement. I mean, the good news is, is that she and I will never fight over men. We have a very different taste yeah. in men. Whoa. <laughs> like night and day. Yeah. I like them young, dumb, and poor, but like of age. Like 30 is as young as I'll go now because now it's creepy going into the lower 20s. Makes me feel some sort of way. I'm crushing currently on the youngest man that I've ever crushed on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah He's 35. Right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, right. Cougar, you. Actually, uh, no, no, no. We're not cougars. We're pumas. Pumas. Yes. Pumas right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, no. I like them real stupid. They have, oh, they have to be, oh, I love them stupid. And poor. Love them poor. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Do you know what I like? That kind of like, like, I like that country boy type of thing, which is very weird because I, okay, hold on. True story. Did I tell you this story about fishing? Yes. Okay. So for all you guys out there, I have never been fishing. Never in my life. Like I have been around people that have fished, but physically I have never fished. And (laughs) just never have. I feel like I need to ask you what your pronouns are. (laughs) 
It's she, her. I can't even deny it. I mean, it, I've been fishing, but I've never fished and like... Uh, I've been two places where I've I seen have people... physically... Fish. I've been around people. Fish, <laughs> fishing fish. I've been fishing, Jason. <laughs> I've been fishing, Jason. <laughs> oh my God. Um... So this yes. is again why it's called the Sunday morning shit show. Because it could go anywhere at any times. Um, so this guy said, I'm going to take you fishing. And I said, oh my God. I was like, I don't have those pants or those boots for fishing. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, you know those pants. You have to put them in the boot and like it like air, like water seals it. And then you walk into the water. He goes, he thought you were, we're not going fly, fly fishing. fishing. <laughs> and I said, there's a different kind of fishing. And he's like, Yes, because like in movies, they're all wearing those like paint, like they all have an outfit for fishing. And I was like, so what do I wear? He goes, what the fuck do you mean? What do you wear? And I was telling my boss this story and he goes, oh my God, please film it. Please film this. He goes, I need this on recording when you go fishing for the first time. Still haven't, but you know, maybe one day. Maybe one day it'll happen. Maybe one but day. But I gotta have the right outfit, you know. You gotta have the. Right I have outfit. to have a right fishing outfit. What kind of monster do you think I fucking am to just like roll on out there and just the wrong thing? I mean, today I come in today to record. I'm like in comfortable clothes. This one looks like a fucking goddess, <laughs> like Aphrodite or something <laughs> like that. Like in this beautiful long white dress, looking stunning. Her makeup is so good. I'm like. A potato. Right now, I've been sweating. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. So, but, yeah, I guess this concludes episode two. Can you yeah. believe it already? We we went right out onto left field. I think we totally went off track, but that's what we do. Like, yeah. that's why it's I called th- the Sunny Morning Shit Show. We opened another bottle of wine, so that may have been a little bit of a situation, too. But really and truly, what this episode was all about was... The effects of a narcissist on you. And when you meet them for the first time, you're like, oh my God, they yeah. are God's gift. They tell me they're, they're the most amazing. And I am not saying that every man out there is a narcissist that does those kinds of things. No. But you get that love bomb and it comes on. That's why they call it love bomb. And not it every comes narcissist on so love bombs. fast. Yeah. It comes on so fast. And then... And then they kind of add levels of disrespect into that love bombing. And then, it, and then it shifts. It yeah. just completely, and it's always disrespect. And it's the same thing. I don't know. Is There was a show on VH1 called um, The Pickup Artist. I don't know if you remember that show. Mm-hmm. I loved that show. Because back when I was in college, you know, you know, we're, Women are brought up very differently than than men. Men, everything that they do is like, congratulations, I can't believe how amazing you are. Yeah. Um, And we're taught that we're not thin enough, we're not, you know, juicy enough, we don't have a big enough butt, our our boobs aren't big enough, our hair's not blonde enough, it's not long enough, it's not, all these things. And so this pickup artist taught these, they called them nerds, how to pick up women. And it was all by something called negging. And that's what a narcissist does too. That's it's, not, that's today's, today's term is simping. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. I have no idea what that simping. means. Simping. Simping. Uh-huh. So like what, what, what catfish did about your eyebrows. Yeah. Like it would be, oh my God, you are so beautiful. Oh. 
I wish you would change your eyebrows. And it would be that little thing that you would go and like, what? And I literally you? stopped doing my eyebrows and I, when we I, were talking. I think one of the fucking things I said, I was like, you can put your goddamn eyebrows on if you like them. Go put them on. It yeah. doesn't matter. And I'm not trying to get super personal into this either, but I'm not trying to hide anything because I'm really fucking transparent. Yeah. You know, one of the very first times that he ever learned that my boobs were fake, he said to me, Oh, this well, pissed me off. Mm-hmm. You ready? Oh. Y'all ready? So, yes. I have a breast augmentation. The first time he learned that my boobs were fake, he said to me, but what on you is real. You have fake boobs and you have fake eyebrows. And I literally could have went through the motherfucking phone and I said, my heart's real, motherfucker. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. Ooh. Oh, <sighs> those were fighting words. And it was, it was crazy. And that, that was a big switch too. Like no, that was, it was like, cause from that on, then on, it was like, downhill and that's and that's when we kind of put it together because I felt so embarrassed to say anything to you that I was like something's not right about this and I came over to give you your crown for hitting 10,000 and uh on TikTok and after we went live and the crowd whatever uh you said something to me I was like oh thank god I have to tell you a story (laughs) and at first I was like oh my god she's gonna be so mad I held this in but at the same time you know like I said this, you know, Brittany said in the first episode, she loves very hard and, and, and it, and it happens quicker for her than it does for me. But, you know, you always get this thing and you're like, she's happy. You have to step back. Um, and then sometimes but you at go the too same far time, the we're way. going to go ahead and go back to being 37 and 38 years yeah. old and grown. Alexi may have thought at that point in time, I have one of our very best girlfriends, Heather. Yeah. She is, she knows she can tell me anything, but when she tells me something that she thinks that I'm not going to be happy about, she always says, oh my gosh, you're going to be so mad at me, but I have to tell you. But really and truly, I'm at that point in time in my life where I am not going to be mad at you because you guys are my best friends. You are the people that fill my cup. Yep. So if you're feeling like something's off or you need to tell me something I'm going to take your advice or whatever you need to tell me and I'm going to take it in my heart and I'm going to take it into account that maybe I need to think about what they're saying. Right. You know, they mean a lot to me in my life. It's just like my family. Like when my family needs to tell me something or give me advice or anything like that, I would not take it. Like it would take it from Joe Blow off the fucking street. Right. From Idaho, you know. And you also, just, just as a side note, also, if you're a friend giving the advice and saying, hey, you know, so-and-so, I don't like the person you're dating or this is this is alarming to me, you don't also get to sit and harp on it. Don't bring it up every single time you're in the same fucking room together because it's not going to help the situation. It's actually going to push the two people that you don't want together together too. Yeah. It could, and then it'll, it'll still ultimately, you know, possibly blow up on the on the front but the thing is is that if you say your piece and you say what you have felt that's the end of it yeah unless something else comes up that's detrimental and going back to what you said done someone else's feelings are not your right responsibility right it's just not so you know 
And I said something to you, and I told you, this will be the last you hear about it unless something else happens. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely what you need to do. And that's really hard sometimes because sometimes you're just like, you know, ah. Yeah. You know, other times you just let it go. Like, I have no ill feelings towards it because I got everything out to you. And now I look at it differently. We're adults. Yeah. I mean, it's just... We're not 20 years old anymore. And no, no offense over any young no, this audience is, that we have here because that's not. But there just becomes a point changed. in time in your life after aging and going through situations and maturing and doing all of that kind of stuff where you just have to like, and I tell my mom sometimes, mom, that is something totally out of my control. So I'm letting that shit go. You can't control it. You just got to let it go. Yep. Chuck so, it in the fuck it bucket. You know, chuck and, it in the fuck it bucket and go. And to for the for the end, because we've already tried to end it. This is the second yeah. episode this we've tried to end the episode twice. This is why everybody on my TikTok, <laughs> they, they like to say, and I was told last night on my live. One more song. That I need to have some merch that says one more song. Because I'm so bad at that. I know. I hate saying goodbye. I'm uh, not good at goodbyes either. No. But the, the other thing is, is the, the other thing that comes from being able to talk to friends or is life experiences. You know, when you are in your 20s, I remember thinking I knew fucking everything. And looking back at it, I would, do you know some people are like, oh my God, I'd give anything to go back to high school. I don't even want to go to the fucking reunion. That's, I do. I do. I definitely do. I know. I'm probably going to end up like having to like get just shmammered before we yeah, even go Yeah, slam there. hammered because you're going. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I hate to rain on your parade. <laughs> you're fucking going. I don't care if I have. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> she's I just s- cracked my knuckles she's because gonna- <laughs> I was like, it's <laughs> on my like Donkey Kong. I've already have, I'm like scheming. You get that head. guy, you get that guy there, I will go there. I will even Ooh. put on a nice, you get him there and I will go because I have to know. I really, first I, I need to know if he's alive. I looked him up on social media. I can't find him anywhere. I know. So I need to, first I need to know if he's alive. Well. Second, if he's not, did he die from drinking Clorox? Or lighting something on fire because he also did that. Hmm. Or and three, I need to if he is still alive, I, I need to know what like, his twenty. You know that girl L S. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she would definitely she know. Him. She can find him. She would find him. We're gonna find her. She's like a detective herself. And that will be a whole episode when I get to okay. talk to him. I might even bring the mics and be like, "Sir, care to be on a really cool podcast?" I need. To- Testing. I need to know how your last 20 years were. <laughs> like, I, I, unbelievable. Like, uh, unbelievable. So. All right. Um, seriously. This is like. We're saying goodbye. We're saying goodbye. We love you guys so much. I know it's this is just our second episode, but we love y'all. Um, make sure you do. Please um, uh, rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars and give us a really good rating. And uh, Britt and I will be coming out with a Patreon soon so you guys can Mm -hmm. support us um, and get some really cool merch, you know, for supporting us. And uh, so not only with the Patreon, please support us on that. We'll probably do a giveaway um, when we hit, what do you think, 100 reviews? Yeah. 100 reviews. Anybody that gives us a review and actually, like, writes nice things um, will get something. Don't be a Richard. Yeah, don't be a Richard and don't be a... Karen, uh, we are, we love everybody. That's just Sharon. Yeah. And we 
If you don't like us, that's fine. <laughs> Keep it to your fucking self. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> Mind your fucking business. Britt is going to uh, worry about her eyebrows. You worry about your damn selves, and we'll see y'all next week. Love you guys. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.